0: Street Fighter 6 is bringing back one of the franchise's most important mechanics, the parry, but aiming to do so in a way that makes it less intimidating and more intuitive to newcomers. We explore how Capcom could potentially refine and make better the mechanic that helped to define Third Strike as one of the greatest fighting games of all time on this week's episode of Talking Block.
1: All right, welcome back to another episode of Event Hub's Talk and Block. I am John Catalyst Gray, and with me, as always, is John Velociraptor Guerrero.
0: Hello, hello. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, well, uh, this week I want to talk about the thing that's. M- been the most exciting for me with street fighter six thus far it's been the most intriguing for me thus far and that what i'm kind of latching on to is this is going to make or break street fighter six in a big way but before we get into it i want to ask everybody that's watching thank you so much for those of you that have subscribed those of you that haven't please give us an extra little subscription here we put a lot of effort and time into these videos give us a like and hey uh, comment how you're feeling about street fighter six is going thus far it says yes it's a very early stage It's going to change between now and when it releases in 2023. Get that asterisk out of the way. Everything that we're talking about has that hanging over it. Sure. Um, But yeah, we, we appreciate you guys so much. Please like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff and help us out. Yes, and the the, uh, the John trademark thumbs up. Okay, so last week we talked about how the drive system is attending to the age old issue in Street Fighter and in fighting games proper about appealing to both the crowd that wants to play your game with the chief end of having fun in the moment, as well as the crowd that wants to play your game to win and to become better at winning. Right. And so often it's been an issue to try to appeal to both of those simultaneously, because when you are helping out one or doing things to appeal to one, it's very easy to step on the other, make the game so uh, intricate and involved and skill based that someone comes along and goes, oh, I don't want to do this. It's too hard. I can't throw a fireball. I'm just getting my butt kicked.
1: Yeah, actually, John, can you give people an example of how that's happened in the past uh, with any of the Street Fighter games?
0: yeah sure it's just like well earlier earlier times it was very difficult to execute certain inputs you know like trying to get a shoryuken or a hadouken that's become easier and easier over the years um, but trying to string things together in street fighter 4 it was famous for its one frame link combos and whatnot which those are really cool and when you put in enough time and effort to pull those off it's amazing and it's something worth watching and it's something worth doing but if that mountain seems so vast right out of the gate people are gonna go uh okay great I- i'm not gonna do that somebody else can and they're going to go over and play some call of duty right and so you want something that is inviting to people that gives them a sense of control and fun right off the bat but also invites them to if you're enjoying this you can continue down this path and the rewards will be even greater right and at the same time you don't want to make things so simplified so watered down that going along that path is not going to be worthwhile because anyone can win off of a coin flip situation because it's really easy to pull out the big nuclear bomb gun and just press the button and, hey, did it work? Great. And and everything just sort of gets watered down. So finding that perfect balance of, for those who want to have fun right now and for those who want to dig in further and, and, and try to win and try to be competitive, Street Fighter VI, to me, uh, what I've seen so far, the developers are approaching that with a... a <clears throat> A, a big potential for success right now. From what I've seen, I'm very encouraged. Do you feel that way though?
1: Yeah, it's um uh, they they've really went out of their way not only with uh, I can see it from the mechanics they've built, but also their statements. They're saying that it's a goal for them to to have things be very open to to experienced players, but also new players as well. And, exactly. and it's really nice to not just see uh, hear the words, but see the the manifestations of that.
0: Yes. And what we've seen so far specifically is they've almost made, in, in some ways, Street Fighter 6 is is kind of, you can play it in two modes. Now, that's super obvious in the uh, uh, traditional control, or what are they call the classic controls versus modern. Modern is just a simplified moveset where it's easier to do all of the things, but it's also uh, very restrictive. So, um, you know, you can play with training wheels on, but that's not infringing on, like, it's not the most effective way to play, and no one's worried about it being the most effective way to play so that, that's just fine you can play easily uh, but that's not going to get you to the top but i want to focus in on today is one of the most important mechanics that street fighter has ever seen that is the parry it is coming back here in uh, full force in street fighter 6. now uh, the parry was most most highlighted in Street Fighter 3, right? And I'm going to say Third Strike because Third Strike was the final evolution of Street Fighter 3. And it was so heavily tied to that game. And that perfectly exemplifies uh what I the, the themes of what I want to get into here because Street Fighter 3 was simultaneously one of the most successful Street Fighter games of all time and the least successful Street Fighter games of all okay. time. All right. What do I mean by that, John? Well yeah, I mean, what do you it mean by didn't that <laughs> do well with audiences. No one bought the thing, right? When it comes to the general public. It plunged the 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 franchise into a dark period that at the time of course we didn't know if we were going to come out of it all street fighter might yeah. have been done because street fighter 3 didn't resonate with enough people but, uh, just to and, and, add a
1: little bit to that the developers were actually afraid to make a new street fighter game after they made street fighter 3 because they thought they made the pinnacle of the series and in some ways as you say they did uh nearly killed the franchise for what close to 10 years
0: Crazy. yes and that's for a few reasons but uh, a huge part of street fighter 3's identity is the parry mechanic and how that affects gameplay. Now Street Fighter 3 also didn't do well because uh, there were not very many recognizable faces on the roster. People f- walking from the street, ha, huh, couldn't like you know look into an arcade and maybe even recognize that as the new Street Fighter. Maybe it was just some other game or whatever, you know. And so that's not the only reason, but parry was a huge part of this game. Uh, it's also a huge part of why it's regarded as one of the most successful Street Fighter games in the competitive realm. Where even today we still watch things like the Jazzy Circuit and Co-op Cup and like every Every round is a highlight reel of amazing things that happen. and the most famous moment in fighting game history and one of the best moments in gaming dumb uh, altogether is Evo Moment 37 where Daigo did this amazing display of skill and understanding of the game through parrying. and uh and you know whether or not you can process exactly what's going on in front of you when you see that or not eh, it's it's a little bit difficult to understand if you if you're not a a seasoned you know street fighter veteran and such but you know even even people off the street like i I explained to my mom for about a minute what was going on then showed her moment 37 and a tear came to her eye you know and part of that is the crowd popping off but the point is parrying and the mechanic and what it did for the gameplay of street fighter 3 was massive now can Capcom avoid the pitfalls of alienating newcomers by having this intimidating, you know, like sort of gameplay and such. Um, and and also bring in all of the, uh, or I'm sorry, won't alienate newcomers, but also won't water things down where the parry is just just so easy or whatever to do that no one cares about if you do it or not. And what's going on with the parry in Street Fighter 6 as we see right now is there's essentially two modes to it. You can hold down the, the input for parry and enter a stance. When you're in that stance, you will essentially parry any strikes that are coming in at you, right? But... But you still have to recover. Actually, John, can you explain what it's like to do the uh, the basic parry in Street Fighter 6? Not the yeah. perfect parry, yeah, but just yeah. the um, standard.
1: Yeah, you, as you say, you hold medium punch or medium kick. So it's a universal mechanic. Everyone could do it. And then you enter a stance. And that stance has quite a bit of recovery uh, unless you do the perfect parry. Uh, the non-perfect parry, you you come out of it. And uh, I, I think you can get counter hit, which means you're, gonna, you know, you're, you're draining your drive gauge, which is really important in this game. You do not want to have your drive gauge uh, drained. That is a very important Mm -hmm. thing. So there are very clear, obvious, you know, and then you're going to parry everything that that comes your way except for throws, right? So um, that's the
0: the basic uh, overview of how it works right and so this is fun and intuitive and it makes sense for someone who's just sat down and just begun playing the game and it is still rewarding parries are more fun than blocking all right just gonna say that flat out if you can block eh, anyone can block but if I parried that implies a little bit more it implies that I saw something coming and it's more effective and in Street Fighter 6 the reward for parrying is that uh, your opponent is not building meter because if if you were uh, blocking then they would be building gauge meter for attacking you and you blocking but also your gauge meter is not getting it's either not going down as, a, as quickly as it would otherwise or you're actually gaining some depending on how many hits you parry and whatnot um so this is still satisfying for newcomers to do, and if you can imagine, okay, so two new players are sitting down to play this game, one starts to mess around with the parry, they're going to get a lot more out of that than, uh, because we talked about how it's got its reservations, right? Or it's got its downfalls to it. Uh, it has recovery. If you do this move and you just sit with it, it's going to be draining your really important bar, and uh, and if you parry fast attacks like jabs or lights, you're still not going to recover fast enough to do much with That You know, and like it still actually might be a bad thing to be parrying light attacks because you don't get much advantage and maybe you're going to still get hit when you're recovering out of the stance uh, animation, right? So it's not necessarily the best thing. But when you're playing against somebody else that really doesn't know what they're doing, they're not going to be punishing you for all of those kind of things. And when you pull off this particular kind of parry, you're going to feel the rewards of it and it's going to be more impactful than it would at the highest levels of play. So again, it's this way of going about the mechanics. Mechanic that is satisfying intuitive and easy to pull off right you just go into this basically catch-all net that takes any strikes that come in and you get the idea of what it is to parry how you can beat parries via things like throws how you might empty jump let them do their thing and then and like so you can see that process and not only can you understand how to do it from the beginning but then it lays itself out for you and it creates a path towards like okay so I'm finding the restrictions of doing it this way. But then you have perfect parry, which is a little closer to what I think we, we uh, understand parry to be from Street Fighter III, from Third Strike. And perfect pair. Do you want to lay out what that is for the people? Yeah,
1: basically, uh, medium punch and medium kick. Instead of holding it, you tap it. And if you do it, I think the the window might be like from three to 10 frames or something like that. You, it's pretty tight, especially in neutral. And you have to hit it perfectly and then you have basically instant recovery and you can even punish jabs. You can punish pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. And you go right in and you blow someone up for it. That's definitely the flashier one. Uh, I imagine the animation and other stuff, you know, is going to look different and stuff with time to, to indicate you did a really, you know, the flashy version and stuff like, you know, the, yeah. The sparks and other stuff on screen that you want to see when you do something cool, right? Um, and so, in uh, and, and you gain meter from it. There's a bunch of other, you know, great properties from it. It's a really you want to do that if you can. But the one thing, the the big drawback on it is you cannot perfect parry fireballs. You have to hold fireballs if you if you hit them in neutral. So right,
0: right. So the fireball thing is is kind of its own thing, and and you can use the parry against fireballs, um, in, in neutral and whatnot. But if you uh, perfect parry, meaning that you Basically, parry the instant that a single attack is coming in, it gives you so much more an advantage because you can punish, I think, just about anything. If someone jabs and you perfect parry, the screen freezes and it looks I think we've seen examples or we have seen examples where even a jab can be punished with I don't know if it's you you know, if it's just any move or if you can use a fierce. It probably depends on the you know the situation and the distance and whatnot. But the point is the punish options open up much more when you do it this way right but this requires a lot more skill and it requires a lot more intent and it requires that you are paying attention to your opponent. And that's one of the things that Perry gives to us is it gives us as, as um, not only as players, but as viewers, it shows us that a certain player is paying attention to so many different facets of the game at the same time and is learned in that they know not only when their opponent is going to do something, but also the appropriate punish to follow up after right you, you might accidentally parry or accidentally perfect parry or you know accidentally pulled one off in street fighter 3 that's going to happen from time to time but will you punish if you accidentally parry almost almost certainly not right but when you uh, have set it up and you've uh, identified this is coming in it's this move and i'm at this distance and this is my punish i've done the research and i have the execution and then someone pulls that off that's when the hairs on your arm stand up if you're a hairy person and, and you know that's <laughs> when the eSports audiences erupt and it shows that the person knows what they're doing and is able to execute it that in a nutshell is why moment 37 was so amazing is because not only did Daigo have the ability to to parry the super that's really fast and everything but he also knew what is it like seven hits pause seven more hits jump parry in the air and then come on come down with this particular combo he did his homework Right. He knew yeah. it was coming and he read the situation. It's like yeah, all one of, of the, the interesting
1: the... properties actually about Chun-Li's super is you and you can see Daigo doing it. He's tapping forward on the joystick even before Justin uh, initiates the super. Uh, you can see you know, before that, let's go, Justin, like thing happens. Um, he's actually trying to bait out the super because that you have to parry it before the super uh, animation starts. You mm-hmm. have to be king in the parry thing or it will not work.
0: Yeah, you have to be pressing forward as yep. Chun Li's doing the, yeah, the beginning of the super. Crazy. If you see the flash, it's already it's too, too late. late so yep, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, um, parries, uh, have this like uh, this pretty clear function in what they can do in fighting games, what they show, and uh, the fact that they're coming back in Street Fighter VI, I think, is is uh, well, it's it's kind of scary because they have this. Uh, a reputation and this like sort of expectation in Street Fighter Three, and I, I gotta say that like parrying is is a scary part of when i play street fighter 3 like I, I i play it casually from time to time i can parry a few things but even even now with as much as i've played it uh i, I like have to go into another gear to be ready to parry something yeah. right and yeah. it's one that i'm not used to being in all the time but it shows you oh maybe i don't pay attention to what my opponent is doing in their patterns as often as i should um, but it, it calls it demands that if you're going to use this mechanic which has some risk to it and in street fighter 6 it has more risk to it than street fighter 3 did which is interesting And it's in fact it's got a a whole um you know whiff animation a la the transition of of command grabs in early street fighter 2 they didn't even have whiff animations and that was a little overpowered so they had to throw some uh zangief doing this number you know this mm-hmm. number uh missing and things <laughs> like that to to you know give them uh to nerf them a little bit so What I see for Street Fighter VI is ultimately an improvement on the parry. Not that parry was really a negative thing at all, but that it is something that's more accessible without and they added that accessibility without stepping on the uh, the skill ceiling that's fun to push and try to push through right as you're investigating the game as you're trying to get to the core of it as you're trying to make yourself better you can constantly get better and and parry also gives you this sense of control if even if you have no life left and just this the smallest bit of chip damage is going to kill you you still have the ability to play perfectly and thus bring things back and it's not going to come down to well the game puts you in some ridiculous situation although you could argue in street fighter 3 a ridiculous situation might be that you're just fighting against chun li or yun or something like that right pretty much it's got its own issues in that but the parry does technically mean and it puts this feeling of ability and control in the player's mind heart whatever um, and and that is going to set the stage for potentially if well executed and it's looking good thus far uh, a really satisfying experience for all ages so to speak how do you feel
1: like like street fighter 6 is going to kind of like take the problems of parries from street fighter 3 and kind of overcome them uh, we, we, we've we outlined the mechanics and stuff like that but but street fighter 3 basically it would take the fireballs and, and pretty much negate them almost entirely right and we, we've talked about now how like perfect parry and stuff like that do you But you're also removing some of the skill from this in terms of like, you know, you're turning parries into just you hold it and you enter a stance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. How is that going to to take Street Fighter 3 fans and and make them okay with this game?
0: In Street Fighter 3, it was kind of always just just this precision thing right? And it is that in Street Fighter, Six. you can treat parries very similarly if you're going for the perfect parry. So it's like there's the novice version, the training wheels version that has its advantages, right? Because you can just hold it down and so again, that, that appeals to the newcomers because they can do it, they can get the satisfaction of what it means to parry someone, they get the meter back and all that, and they get a, an introductory 101 lesson to not only see but also feel what it is to parry. Um, but you're not going to get the advantages there some of the problems with parries, or the problems that parry presented i should say in street fighter 3's gameplay as like you were mentioning earlier the fireballs right that almost nullified fireballs entirely and and like there were some uh, attempts to to switch that up with like you know remy one of his supers he would throw a whole bunch of fireballs and they'd be both high and low and so you'd have to try to deal and and could you even parry all of that or it was you could yeah but it was really hard so you, it's just just a memorization process at that point that like it hits high low low high yeah. low high or something and, and like d- that.
1: Depending on that your spacing and timing and stuff like that it would change too because it was it, they made it really hard to parry, but you could do it. So. Sure,
0: and there's other situations where like maybe Ryu throws a charged up dungeon and even though you're parrying that, he's going to run forward and, and throw mm-hmm. you while you're in the midst of doing yes. that, right? So there are yeah. little things like that, but that's pretty high level, right? Yeah. So in Street Fighter Six, they're doing things like. Uh, tweaking up the the speed of projectiles and so like yes you can still parry them yes that's going to That's going to nerf projectiles, matter of fact. But if they're coming out as fast as they are and you can't perfect parry them, you might parry them in time. You might not be ready to do it. And so there's going to be a little more uh, utility in fireballs this time around. You also can't do it in midair, at least not yet. And you could do it midair in Street Fighter 3. And that really affected what it meant to jump in, right? Or what it it meant to DP a jump in or anti-air with something that wouldn't be safe. If you parry a DP, like you're getting huge you know huge damage and and uh what a jump in versus uh, a an anti-air is in street fighter is pretty sacred you know like you mess with that at your own peril and and maybe it wasn't the best look in street fighter 3 it added a new mix-up but yeah so those are a few little ways that parries i don't think were um Especially helpful in Street Fighter 3, and maybe yeah. like it, you know, they, they they kind of overstep their bounds, and yes. they, you can see the developers reining that in a bit in Street Fighter 6 to perfect the whole thing.
1: It's having obvious strengths and weaknesses for these mechanics. Uh, you know, something like Street Fighter 5's V trigger activations. What's the disadvantage of doing it? And there's pretty much nothing. Like, yeah, you might get V reversal. You might see like, there's a few ways of blowing you it get up. Get
0: V reversal, but, but like if you see the spark of the V reversal, you might just be able to throw you might just them. Be able to
1: throw it. Yeah, there. There's almost no disadvantages to v-trick it's pretty much all advantage and so people just actively seek out that scenario and try to replicate it over and over and over again as many times as possible and, and it, it waters down the, the level of thinking that you have to do at that stage of the game and, and it seems like the the the, the same team that, that did street fighter 6 or did, did street fighter 5 is doing street fighter 6 they're actively designing their mechanics with weaknesses built into them along with the strengths yeah this is why you want to do it but here's a drawback if you're going to do it that way here's the consequences of doing it and, and it's so much nicer this time around and you know again talking about Street Fighter 3 the disadvantages of parrying were there but they weren't as readily apparent as they are right now in this game and so that that's a pretty cool way of designing your mechanics where yep here's the strengths but here's the counters
0: one of the things in Street Fighter 3 is that you could parry on Wake Up immediately. And while the parries in Street Fighter 6 are first frame as as we understand them, yeah. I'm also hearing that you can't just do it on Wake Up to counter any meaties. And so mm-hmm. that means, one, like, well, like in Street Fighter 3, you could wake up and, and press forward or down, depending on if you thought they were going to do a meaty attack, and then also press throw immediately afterwards. And what would happen there is that you would parry anything that came in but if the, if they just went for the throw you would still hit that throw window and you would still be able to tech so you could parry and tech a throw and it's like yeah. that's starting to get you know that, that's a little Street bit Rider too 4. good you know <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well yeah and then you went to Street Fighter 4, <laughs> 4 with with the th- option selects and such yeah so that, that was in and of itself a, a, another yeah. option yeah, mm-hmm. the community has been very vocal about not loving that kind of a thing yes. um, So and, and that looks to be taken care of with the way that they're approaching in Street Fighter 6 so a bunch of little tweaks like that and who knows what we haven't seen yet in terms of what they're doing with this mechanic, but to see it as inviting to the newcomers, but also as a path that you're not going to like, like the, the veteran players are not like, oh man, I'm I'm theory fighting a ton about how I'm going to use regular parry. We're all thinking about, okay, what are the advantages of perfect parry? Where am I going to get that in? Um, and then how am I going to abuse those that, that try to parry too often? Things like that, right? And that's not to say that advanced players are not going to use the general parry. Uh, we, we really need to see more of the game before we make any kind of decisions like that. But the point is, um, there is a there is an introductory get used to this, appreciate it, learn what it is. And then it, instead of saying, okay, now you can stay Stay here forever and just play the game this way it's more of now go on to bigger and better rewards and if that's how the game is set up you are going to have a bigger audience than ever before you are going to grow your esports scene you're going to grow your casual scene you're going to it's going to be better for everybody it's going to be a rising tide that brings up all ships and we'll have a, a wonderful time yep it's going to be more fun so there it is so, all right y'all that's going to wrap us up for this week of event of stock and block once
1: again thank you all so much for listening and we'll be back with you soon
0: 对